Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. You're in a good place now. Relax, breathe, smile. You've entered into your element, the home of origin, the home of intelligence and entertainment where relevant topics are discussed and where what you think counts and where superior is the norm. You're listening to Perspectives with Ashley Burgess live on 660 The Answer. Welcome back live to Perspectives, and I'm your host, Ashley Burgess. And on tonight's show, we're talking about your thoughts and what do your thoughts say about you. You know, a lot of times we don't really think about what's going on in our mind. We don't see or register how important our thoughts can be because our thoughts become things. And when thoughts become things, we have to actually honestly look at our thoughts and see, maybe even police them to a degree. Good evening, Bill. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful, Ashley. Great Saturday night. A beautiful Saturday night it is. <laughs> It's very warm, very warm. Yes. It's still hot. Now, what's what was funny about that, Eric? Smoking, man. Smoking. Smoking. <laughs> Eric, how you doing? Hold on one second. Let me check with my thoughts. Oh, that'll take a while. <laughs> we'll wait till you get another message. <laughs> we'll wait till you get another message. I am happy to be here. Chris, how you doing? Doing great tonight, Ashley. You doing good? Doing awesome. Good to have you. Good to have you. So we're talking tonight about thoughts, about how thoughts are things. And a lot of people don't really realize that part of what we think. Because a lot of times we think, okay, our thoughts are just in our head. They're no big deal. I mean, sometimes you get a little scared because you wonder if some people can read your mind. I've ever been there where you're with somebody, especially like a wife or a girlfriend or whoever. In my case, a husband, you go, can they actually read my mind? I hope they can't hear what I'm thinking now. <laughs> but other times we don't really think about what our thoughts do to us on a daily basis. So let's talk, let's begin our discussion tonight on what do you think about on a daily basis? What do you think on a day-to-day thing, day-to-day life, Bill? Give me a synopsis of your thoughts. I'd like to do that. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I, how long do I have here? And, and is, is this a family show? Buckle uh, up, buckle yeah, up. That's, talk about buckle up, buttercup, let's go. I just, I don't even know where to start. Hot actually. seat, hot seat. Okay, think about this. You yeah. wake up in the morning. Right. You wake up in the morning. Where do your thoughts usually uh, Okay, you? first thought is I got to go to the bathroom. Okay, so we've gone to the bathroom. Yeah, that's, 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 and, and I'm sorry, but as I've gotten a little bit older, uh, that, that becomes more important. 
We're not gonna, are we talking about the prostate today? Or uh, we, we can. You know, well, let, I mean, me, let me step away more, from the show if we're talking prostate. It's, it's more like the bladder, actually, in this case. But, okay, uh, the bladder. Uh, so so you, you go to the bathroom. Yeah. You leave the bathroom. What are your first thoughts? Like, how the day is going to be, right? Isn't yeah, that I mean, that we I, think about? My, my, my thoughts are, okay, you know, uh, I've got to get organized here. So uh, at such and such time, I've got to do this or I've got to be in a certain place. Uh, then later on in the morning or later on the day, uh, I've got to get this accomplished. And, and by the end of the day, such and such needs to be accomplished. And then there's a um, lot of people that, you know, yeah. they start their day and they have their coffee after yeah. they've gone to the restroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they take yeah. a shower, they get ready, and they're thinking, okay, God. <laughs> Especially if it's a Monday. Oh, God, here we go. No. Oh, God, here yeah. we go. Oh, it's always been a bad Monday for me. Oh, Jesus. You know what yeah. I mean? All I need is another day like this. Yeah. And for me, uh, you know, when you get to be my age and having kids, your thoughts are trying to remember the thoughts that you had to spark the thoughts that you're currently having. <laughs> so, you you didn't the, write them down, did you? You, didn't, you didn't write them down. Well, there's several different layers of thoughts. So think about it. Okay, yeah. So Bill started talking about, like, the do one thing, then the other, right? He was very project-oriented, a accomplishing oriented which to me is very almost sterile to the point of i have to go here and i go there and there are a lot of people that think that way that's a very positive okay way of thinking because you don't have all this like sidebar conversation but most people have the jury the folks in there they have the they they got everybody up in their mind and so they they get up and they go to the bathroom (laughs) they get ready and they go today's gonna suck Okay, and that's the first part is how bad is the day going to be? Now, now, what about my coworkers? Okay, I got to deal with so-and-so, you know? Ah, jeez. You know, and so you have all this conversation. And so if you can kind of piecemeal your thoughts together and say, okay, this part of my thoughts is about judgment. (laughs) This part of my thoughts is about um, things precedent that's taken place in my past. So I'm going to assume that this day is going to be like this because yesterday was like this or the last six months was like this, or every time I have to see Judy, this is what happens. And every time I see Judy, it's a crap storm, and i got to deal with this stuff all the time. She's never on the same page. We're never going to see eye to eye. And so you have all these kind of conversations in your head instead of just like Bill said, you get up, you think about what you got to do, and you do it. Because most people don't do that. You got all this other commentary going. You got to filter through. Well, yeah. I mean, I I have to do that. I think Eric kind of hit upon it. It's like uh, you know, if, if I don't organize myself, because you know, I have ADD, right? ADD or DD? What? ADD. Whatever. It's a deficit disorder. ADD. Like I said, you know, perfect example. Okay, Bill. Just a sidebar, real quick. Bill has attention deficit, probably a little bit of hyper disorder as well. That's what I've diagnosed so far. We'll talk more about that. Go ahead, Bill. <laughs> I didn't know we were on the couch on this I was going to say, I don't even uh, talk about ADD. I don't even remember what we were talking about now. But, uh, um, but yeah. You so write a list. I, I, I mean, I, you know, uh, all kidding aside, I have to write lists or I have to kind of put in my head, okay, you know, today is, you know, let's just choose a day, Tuesday. Uh, so I have to do this, 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 and this today. So, you know, and, and I'm one of those people, I'm not a morning person at all. I, I, I take at least no two way. hours. Yeah, not I, you. I, I take at least two hours to wake up, even after coffee. I know, you know? when not to call, and I know so, when I'm, if I leave a message, I know it's going to take a few hours to return. Yeah, exactly. Because, so, you know, when I'm still in the process of waking up and showering, shaving, you know, getting dressed, eating breakfast, whatever, I have to kind of, you know, simplify things, you know, because I'm, I'm just not capable of really deep thoughts at that point. Okay. I, you know, what, what did the first like humans what were what were they thinking um you know survival you know and it's kind of like that today it's you know the human 
uh, psyche is all about survival. It's all about doing the things and creating the environment that you need to survive. Getting through the day. Exactly. Whether it's that day dealing with Judy, the bad coworker, or dealing with the, the, the person in traffic. and Or the saber tooth tiger. Or, or the saber tooth tiger. <laughs> but I think there's something about self-preservation that dominates thoughts. Think about that. Self-preservation dominates thoughts. And, and, and I don't know if we openly admit that. Once it once those thoughts become words, but the majority of our actions, which are generated by our thoughts, are about self preservation. Think about that. And I didn't think about that until we start exactly talking about. But that. you have to define self preservation. So you have yep. a lot of people that are self preserving themselves from being judged. You have people yep. self preserving themselves from what people are going to think. Yep. Or what's going on in their life. And so self-preservation is at ma- very many levels for some people. I mean, yeah. for you and I, that could mean we're running from the, the whatever, the wild, crazy person that's got five guns and, you know, they're, they're shooting guns ablazing across the street. That, to me, might be self-preservation. But for some other people, it could be walking to work every day and dealing with coworkers that constantly seem to put them down yeah. or that they see are judgmental or pushing their buttons or what have you, and just to deal with them could feel like they're trying to preserve themselves on a daily basis. Yeah, I, I agree, and, that, and that's kind of interesting. And I, I, that, that's what I love about um, the show, Ashley, is that the things that we talk about are all interconnected and interrelated. We were talking about another show talking about fatherhood and parenthood and giving. And I think as we evolve as human beings, I think those thoughts go from that self-preservation. And then as we evolve and mature and and live on this earth a little bit longer, the thoughts then become, how can we positively impact other people? And that's a higher level of thought. It's not about self. It's about how self can impact other people. And that's a completely different dimension of thought. But I think that's part of the evolution. I I understand where you're going. And a lot of times that's that's pinnacle. But however... We have to begin with kind of getting rid of yeah. the crap that we have. <laughs> got to clean house first. You got to clean right? house. You, you know, clean house, you yeah. got to clean it up. And, yeah. and a lot of people don't even realize that they have this going. And that's something yeah. that we might want to talk about tonight. Is that sometimes that broken record that we have doesn't even compute. Um, a lot of times yes. we make decisions based on these um, subconscious thoughts that we don't really think about. Yeah. We make decisions based on oh, I'm not good enough, or whatever. So I'm just not going to go on a follow through, or I'm not going to go on to call them because they're not going to. They're not going to. Well, I, I anyway. think you just hit on a big theme, uh, Ashley, yeah. conscience versus subconscious thoughts. Yeah. You know, cause, totally. Because, yeah. you know, nice. uh, as far as subconscious goes, I mean, you can put yourself on automatic, so to speak. Yeah. And just kind of go through the day. And, and uh, by the day, time the day is over, it's like, what what just happened? Right. You know, I, I've actually experienced that myself. Uh, 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 I've said on this show many times before, you know, before uh, uh, I got into to this gig, you know, I, I was in, in my previous life as an insurance agent and I didn't like what I was doing. A lot of days I was just on, you know, robot mode, self-preservation, yeah, and just, survival. Just, just, just out of self-preservation. Yeah, that's yeah. what I had to do to get through the day. Getting through the day, my gosh. I mean, that's another thought that I'm saying, too, is that a lot of times when we think we got to get through the day, I mean, how bad is that? I can barely get through the day. Think about those words. Think about what get through the day means. I mean, that sounds like you need like a raft or some sort of safety or some sort of SOS. You know, like you <laughs> well, need some sort of Coast Guard. I mean, to come it's like Erica saying, you. it's survival mode. And, and, and maybe too many people are in survival, survival mode. Survival from the insurance industry? I mean, oh. like survival. Come on. I mean, you're not out there in Afghanistan getting shot that, down. Maybe it's our primal self. Maybe it's that caveman and us, you know, trying to hide from the pterodactyl, you know. The same I have tigers. survival. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, it's the rep- maybe that's the reptilian brain still in us that's talking. 
Y'all can have a reptilian brain. I don't. Okay, <laughs> straight up, that is uncanny. So yeah, I get what you're saying, but I think that's where we're going tonight is to talk about the things that we say to ourselves, the life we live. I mean, the last time I ran into a friend of mine, he said, "I'm barely holding on." And you know what? If you're barely holding on, I'm surprised that you're able to be here tonight. So we'll talk more about that. We'll be talking about thoughts or things, the positive, the negative ones, and how thoughts can actually create out. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. So stay tuned because Perspectives with your host, me, Ashley Burgess, will be back in. We'll be back in two shakes. Turn it up and jump in the deep end on Perspectives with Ashley Burgess. The water's warm and there's a swim-up bar. Glass of perspective, anyone? Now, here's Ashley. Welcome back live to Perspectives, and I'm your host, Ashley Burgess. And on tonight's show, we've been discussing thoughts. What do your thoughts say about you? And are these thoughts actually benefiting you? You know, thoughts are things. And in the last segment, we were talking about what do you think about on a daily basis? And, you know, when you think about it from the minute you wake up, So the minute you go to sleep, even through your sleep, you have unconscious thoughts, what have you. But from the whole time that you're awake that day, you have certain thoughts. And a lot of people have like, okay, I have to do this. I have to do that. The laundry list thoughts, as well as the judgment thoughts. You have thoughts about what other people are thinking about you or what you think you need to be be done or what needs to be done in your life or what have you. But let's think, let's do a thought process on what are the positive and negative thoughts that we have. I think positive thoughts... Uh, are very helpful because they, you know, obviously thoughts are things. But when yeah. we think positively, we think with a certain positive accent. When we're negative, it seems like everything in our day is negative. It's like almost when you listen to yourself and you're like, "It can't get any worse. This day cannot get any worse." And what happens? The day gets worse. It gets worse because you're actually creating it to happen. You know, I have a friend the other day that said I had this accident. And I literally had to get, you know, the cops out there and they had to tow my car. And I just knew the day couldn't get any worse. And it got a lot worse because it kept going on and on. I said, you have to stop yourself, check yourself, basically wipe that slate clean and start over. Otherwise, you might be in the grave. Well, you know, Ashley, and, and this drives you crazy, but uh, I'm a firm believer, first of all, in Murphy's Law. 
Jesus. If it can't go wrong, no. it will. That dog on Murphy. You know, secondly, uh, the best best thing about being a pessimist is you're never disappointed. You know, what? Murphy Murphy, <laughs> and Murphy invented the Murphy bed, right? Remember the he, Murphy bed that did. falls down, you know, because he was probably always in a fight with his wife. Probably. Yeah, However, he was sentenced to, to the to the. But couch Murphy's there. Law to me, it's like if you think it's going to happen, you know what, normally you make it happen. Well, yeah. It's you know, like actually, thinking about the worst case yeah. scenario. Worst case scenario, yeah. Yeah. it might not be the worst case scenario that happens, but something in between. Well, go ahead. Go ahead I, I was, was yeah. going to say real quickly, money. Um you money. know, if 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 you get into, <laughs> this is my boy, you money. What up, TJ Money? What up, Money Clip? Money, this, money. This, this is my boy here. <laughs> um, it, it's a pattern of thoughts, and if you, it, you know, inertia, of course, is one of the most powerful forces in the universe. And if you get into a pattern of thoughts, it's very difficult to get out of it. Well, yeah, yeah. and, and, and yeah. it's going to lead you one way. Yes. Well, well, here's what trumps Murphy, I think, and it's a uh, old guy named Descartes. Uh, I never thought the Latin guy that my uh, college philosophy classes would come into play, but you defeat Murphy by, I think, therefore I am. Totally. Speak yeah. the Latin. S- speak the Latin, speak baby. The Latin. I think, therefore I am. And Latin is not co- dead. Co- cogito ergo sum. <laughs> e pluribus yes, unum. E pluribus unum. <laughs> I think, therefore I am. And you're right. Yeah. You you make yourself. And yeah. you, you think, therefore you are. Thoughts are things. You yeah. create it. You make yourself what you are. If you think yourself is a slob, this and that, you're going to be that. That's if you think you yourself become. is a leader and in charge, you're going to be that, too. I mean, you have to work at it. I mean, it, you can't it, just, you know. It works. And you know what? You, a lot of the Listeners know I was an athlete in college and really thankful to have an opportunity to play at that level. And and I had to believe, and we talk about those voices in our head, I had to control that because when you're about to walk on the field and there's 100,000 people and you're playing against, you know, a little school down in Austin. Um, little you know, old school down yeah, in Austin. Little old school down in Austin or, you know, a big old school out in LSU. You, you, you got to believe that you're the best person on that field. You got to believe that I'm the toughest guy on this gridiron. You got to believe that I'm the winner and I'm going to win this game because if not, any room for error, that reality will not manifest itself. You've got to believe that. Well, it's like a team. Okay, so like when a team comes in and obviously they have like – the morale is down. Like it's been a long season and they're looking at this team going, I'm never going to win. This is going to – you know when morale is down on a team when they're playing you somebody. You can see it. You it, can like see it. Like when they go to halftime and they're losing and they come back and their morale is down. They haven't rechanged their thought process. Yeah. They haven't reclaimed the fact, okay, we might be down, but we can still win. You know when that happens because there's an it, – it, it's awesome. It's a turnover. You see, you go, oh, my God, oh, my God. You, you know, Cinderella story. You, you can absolutely tell when a team is beaten before they even play. It, because yeah. it's in yeah. their what? It's in their body what? It's body in their language. body language. It's those, in their DNA. Those thoughts. <laughs> they those, put it in their DNA. Yeah, those thoughts begin to manifest themselves in the real world by how, how they carry themselves and in their body language. Eric, you, you know this from being in a locker room. Uh, negativity can be... Um, it's, was, yeah, it's, what, it's, what's, what's the word I'm looking for, Ashley? It can be uh, infectious. Spread. Infectious, yeah. yeah. It's infectious. And, and so, yeah, that stuff means something. And, you know, the thing about thoughts and, and all of that and... I remember as a kid thinking about this, um, interestingly enough, and it just told me or, or affirmed to me that there's there's there, 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 there's an existence beyond what we see, okay? There's an existence beyond what we see. There's conversations that are going on that aren't necessarily verbalized, and, 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 and that's powerful because that existence that we don't see has the ability through our words and our actions to manifest itself in the world that we do see. Totally true. I mean, it's like it's it's like uh, magnetism. It's interesting how you can actually meet somebody, actually not even speak to them, and before you meet them, you can actually feel a good feeling or a not good feeling. Yeah. I mean, you've had people that uh, you immediately feel like, oh god, 
You know what I mean? And it's right. your brains. It, it's it's the brain chemistry. It's all that that's actually either positively responding or negatively responding. And I think that's an interesting thing. I know there's some writings about that. I know Napoleon Hill wrote some stuff about that um, in Think and Grow Rich, and we'll talk about that later on tonight as well. But there is actual scientific, you know, measure to that kind of scenario. And our thoughts, um, you know, like a lot of times people think, oh, can they read my mind? And I think they can't read the words, but they can definitely read the body language. They can and definitely the get the hint. And yeah, the, the energy of where you're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love this. This is a great topic. Um, words are, thoughts are powerful. Words are powerful. And, you know, in the beginning, was it John 1 uh, in the Bible? In the beginning, there was the word. That, that's kind of in there I mean, for the, a the, reason. You know, yeah, Christians believe yeah. Uh, the, you know, that uh, Jesus is the word incarnate yeah, yeah, you know, and, in, in flesh and blood. And uh, because if you speak it into existence, yep. then it, it becomes real. And that's kind of that, – that's important, guys. That's important. That's true. And, and you know, thoughts – so you got to think about the positive and negative thoughts. And a lot of people listening tonight are going to start – need to start checking themselves. And the way you start checking yourselves is you just start listening. You just start listening because your mind can't be on autopilot. I mean, if you're if it's on autopilot, it's like having the castle with nobody guarding the castle. You're not really living on autopilot. Life is not autopilot. Yeah, the drawstring. What is the drawstring? The drawstring. The drawstring. Drawstrings down. We know where Ashley's brain is tonight. Uh, Talk about thoughts, Ashley. Where are your thoughts tonight? I don't know. Anyway, this is a family show. I'm now. not getting in the hot seat today. I'm not getting the, the hot seat's over there by you. I, Ash, I made sure to Ashley, you're squirming. Why are you squirming I'm there, not squirming. Ashley? I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> Ashley wants to break free right now. She wants to break free. I want to run through the dewy meadows. No, but yeah, it's like having nobody there to guard. And when you have the mind just going on autopilot, it's like sitting there watching TV and passing out in front of the TV and allowing all that content to go into your subconscious and not even to police it. So you got to start policing your own mind. And so everybody that's listening needs to start seeing what they're really thinking because that's important because that'll also put in perspective why you do what you do on a daily basis because a lot of times we make decisions based on our thoughts without any sort of evidence without any sort of call of duty but it's just what we're thinking so what happens about our outcomes like think about that you know people always think about the future right everybody's always thinking about the future what do you got going on in the future what's the future hold or they're always thinking about the past like nobody's really living in the present moment I mean, the present moment's right here. Present's kind of cool. You got a lot of power in the present. And I'm, 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 espe- I'm especially bad at that, Ashley. I, I will either think about uh, something that's bothering me in the past, or, or I'm thinking about okay, you know, tomorrow, next week, next month, whatever. I, you know, this has to happen, or you know, gee, you know, when I grow up, I want to be like this, <laughs> you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's it, it's hard uh, for me to stay in the present and concentrate on. Why do know, you think it is? You know, in my case, I mean, uh, I, I don't know. Like I said, I think I tend, you know, with what I'm doing at, at the moment. I tend to go into autopilot, my subconscious, and my thoughts are elsewhere. Maybe just a function of my ADD. I don't know. Yeah, that's part of ADD. ADD yeah. is something like it, it's very much that way. And there's some there's some strategies you can do. You know, obviously there's medication, but there's strategies that you can do to start teaching your mind things. You know, list making and what have you, but also just identifying and realizing where your thoughts are. I mean, there's a million times you drive down the highway and you see people driving, and you know that not one of them is thinking about driving down the highway. They're, you know, texting or talking on their cell phones or driving with no paying attention whatsoever. I've done that. I have to be honest with you. I've done that. You just get there and you go, oh, I'm here. 
Yeah, and, and how did I get here? Yeah, yeah, you don't even think about it. And and it's like that you're driving a five thousand pound vehicle yeah. all the way there. You should be in the moment. And it and there's a there's some old adages that we'll talk about later and some old uh you know, some Japanese, some old Chinese um I guess it was basically back about the concept of what is it? Was it like cut wood or something? Well, chop wood, carry water. And the concept of chop wood, carry water. And the whole concept behind that was like doing the dishes. Like you need to be mindful, even in the smallest of things yeah. that you consider small, whether that's washing the dishes and really thinking about, okay, I'm, I'm sudsing up this, I'm cleaning this, I'm yeah. I'm wiping this down, I'm putting this in the respectable yeah. drawer. Kar- the karate kid, wax on, wax off. Wax on, Actually, wax I was, off. I was about to say, yeah. it sounds like Yoda here, you know? Yeah. I was like, uh, yeah, this one a long time have I watched. All the time he has looked away to the future, to the horizon, never his mind on where he was. That is awesome. And that's my best Yoda impression. I'm, so I that apologize for all the Star Wars. Very good. I, I, <laughs> very, I, good young, <laughs> very good, young Bill. Somebody <laughs> lock the door before Darth Vader shows up, man. Wow. <laughs> now that one I can do. Luke, I am your father. <laughs> You know what, Luke? We'll be back here in a second because we're going to talk more about thoughts. We're going to talk more about the nature of our thoughts and living in the present moment. And I want to introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hear more Darth Vader impressions when we get back. So stay tuned because Perspectives with your host, me, Ashley Birds, will be back in, uh, we'll be back in two shakes. This is Jake Busey, and you're listening to Perspectives with Ashley Burgess on 660 The Answer. Welcome back live to Perspectives, and I'm your host, Ashley Burgess. And on tonight's show, we've been discussing thoughts, what your thoughts do for you. And now we're discussing more about how you can live in the present moment. You know, a lot of us live in the past. A lot of us live in the future, creating these futures, like thinking about these. uh, What's the outcome? What's going to happen? What's going to happen in my life? Is it a positive? Is it negative? And we're trying to create all these futures in our life, you know, as well as looking back at the past with either great nostalgia or hatred or anger, you know, and, and a lot of times the past can give so much stress to people, but also our minds have a tendency of doing what they change the past 
I mean, I don't know about y'all, but that's the reason why people wrote down history. Okay, they wrote down things because guess what? If we all were supposed to remember it, our versions would be completely different. I mean, think about if we had to just speak our version of what happened in the last election. Think about what would go down. You know what they say, you know, the victors write history. The victors write history. Or they say history is his story. (laughs) <laughs> you yes, know, story. His right. story. You it's know? all his perception. Yeah, it's all his. You know, the, the funny thing about that is, I could be in a conversation, and I'll use you know with my wife, and we'll hear the exact same thing at the exact same time, but our interpretation of what we heard is completely different. You know, a lot of times, and that's that's a human thing. Yep. Hey, yeah. have you ever had that? I want to go off topic just a second, but it's not really. Have you ever been around someone and you started thinking about a song in your head, not speaking it, not singing it? hearing it in your head, and all of a sudden, within a few seconds later, that person next to you starts singing it? No, I haven't. No. Oh, my God, I've had that happen no. a dozen times. No. I had it happen no. the other day, and I was like, ah, and they, they, they were just like, what? And I was like, I was just thinking that song, wow. and they're like, that's wild. So, I mean, I think thoughts can actually go into the collective subconscious. Now, you know? I, I, Look at the big thoughts on Ashley. I was going to say, big yeah, time. she's getting really deep. I mean, I've been around people where I was thinking something, and then someone said it. Yeah, uh, words, song but thing, but songs. Song no, well, yeah, that's, that's, that's never, not, never music that. is more. But okay, for you to think something and somebody said it yeah. is more even more difficult than a song because a song yeah. has some sort of melody conception, yeah. which is easier to to basically take for another person. That's why when we we well, have I mean, so much gravitational yeah. pull to emotion on music. Well, I mean, you know, uh, Eric. I mean, uh, haven't you? It's like I was just thinking that. You know, yeah, something, yeah. Somebody that, says something. But, 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 I was just thinking. See? Not song though. Not song. You though. haven't had that happen. Song though. Oh my gosh, you I have that, that happen with people, especially people that are around me a lot. It happens like that, and hmm. it, it can be a song that I haven't even thought about in years. A song that I haven't heard in years. And all of a sudden, they'll be like, you know, they'll just start going on. You know, I, I picked a plum from the, what is a tree of life? And da, 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 da. <laughs> and, I, and I would have just been thinking that song going, oh, my God. And how many people sing that out loud? I mean, you know, it's crazy. But think about that, what you were saying about having the same thoughts and then somebody saying it. Think that's interesting because yeah. it's almost it's it's almost a positively could be positively or negatively yeah. infectious to have your thoughts like that. So in a, in a way, people can actually read your mind. Yeah, I have had, though, hey, you know, you call somebody, I was just thinking about you. Or you get a text from somebody, I was just thinking about you. But the song thing, that's different. That's different. Okay, so think about the phone call. So everybody listening tonight, you were just thinking about somebody and the phone rings. Yeah. Or they text you. And you go, oh, my God, I was just thinking about you. So what's that about? Well, I mean, the the few times that's ever happened to me, it's because I, w- I was kind of expecting either a call or a text. Because, because you had made the thought in your well, head. No, no, it's because, uh, like, in a previous conversation or whatever, it's like, uh, okay, well, he said, you know, this person said they might call me later tonight or tomorrow or whatever. Cause oh, that's we, different, though. We were just, see, I mean, what you're talking about, that's not happened to me. And that happens to me like six times a day. I mean, like before breakfast, like people like call or text and I'll See, be like, oh my God. You're weird, though. I mean, we, we, we all know that. You're weird. <laughs> Mad at me. Mad at you, I am. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, but, but no, I mean, I, you've, I've just know, known you like I do over the years. I mean, you, you know, I mean, you're just on a higher plane, more, more so than more, most people. She's evolved. God bless you, Bill. So, She's you know, evolved. I mean, what's, what's normal for you, I don't think is normal for the 90% of the population. I'm taking you out for a beer after this. Oh, we wow. Go. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. Uh, that's that's how that's, that works. That's a non-alcoholic works. beer. So, 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 so here's the example, folks. Bill really wanted a beer. 
Okay. And so, and so I was thinking so, so it, was and a, I, yeah, I transferred so, my thoughts. Exactly. Yes. There was an intended outcome <laughs> to this dialogue, and 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 look, bing. You, yeah, so you envisioned beer, <laughs> and then created the the present form to. Okay, well, I don't know if that could happen. However, no, I, I see what you're saying, but I mean, everybody can be where I'm at. I mean, everybody yeah. can think that way. Everybody can, and, and it's interesting too because when you kind of gravitate to that level, other people gravitate with you. That's true, and and I think you attract people that aspire to be at that level. Well, you know, you know Eric, actually, haven't y'all ever heard the term groupthink? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, I yeah. mean, uh, uh, it absolutely, uh, a group of people can start thinking the same thing. I, let me give you an example. I'll give you an example, and I know I've used the example earlier on the show, and uh, Ashley's been uh, able to kind of be involved with some athletes here in the recent history, and 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 one of the things about being an athlete, a football player in particular, I was a defensive back in college, and uh, you know, it's called being in the zone when, as a defense, you're moving as one body, as one unit, physically. Uh, in the field of competition, um, I could cover a receiver and the free safety behind me would know exactly what I'm thinking or know exactly what I'm about to do. And we all move as one secondary or one unit. And, and I've experienced that. And that's a pretty powerful experience to where you just look back and you just point to a guy and he points back and you just had a complete conversation without sharing a word. That's pretty powerful. And that's the part of being an athlete which I've always thought was a spiritual experience and an artistic experience that a lot of people who don't compete at a high level, they don't get a chance to experience that. And it happens. Well, and I've also, uh, I've never uh, really experienced the, this directly before, but I've heard people, t- you know, talk about, you know what, we're so close that we just finish each other's sentences. Yeah. It could yeah. be like twins or really close best friends or spouses. Um, it's Actually, I think it's possible to be so close to somebody that, you know, I mean, you just think like. Well, it's like, have you thought, uh, have you, it is true. I mean, I've even had um, clients of mine that have, you know, either started thinking one way that might not be positive for the relationship and the other person can feel a change, you know, and it's not directly, they're not even in the same room, but they can feel a change. Like they're wondering what's happening. Like, is that person, what, what's happened? And so I think there's also like uh, energy movement as well as you're right, being on the same playing field and, and being able to finish each other's sentences. Um, I always think that's very interesting. So think about this. When you're thinking about being in the present moment, you, we have to stop thinking about the future, what the future holds, because the future is just that. It's we, have, we don't know it. It's there. And we have to really take time and really see what the present moment has to offer because we can create a future from there without really thinking about, okay, there's always a means to an end. And I think a lot of times in order to really be in the present moment, we really have to let go of the past. And I think the past is... Uh, sometimes for some people, judgment. For some people, it's heartache. And for some people, sadly enough, they see it as the best years of their life. I mean, you know, we know people like that. I mean, I'm sure everybody that's listening tonight that's ever been to their high school reunion, you know, like three or four people from your high school that you thought were the coolest people in the world in high school. Like they had it all going. I mean, everything about their whole life was amazing. And you're like, God, they're the coolest, you know, but then you go to the reunion and it's like the best years of their life were in high school. And the sad part about it is the reason why it's the best years is because they probably continue to tell themselves ever since high school, my best years of my life were in high school. I'm never going to get, it's never going to get any better than this. Yeah, I, I get it. I, you know, I, I, that's why I don't go to reunions today. <laughs> I, actually, I, I was just about to say, you money. I, I've, uh, that's I love some, reunions. I, I, I've never been to my high school reunion uh, and, and don't intend to. Well, for one thing, I hated high school. It, it, it was not the best days of my life, you know, put it that way. But, oh, uh, yeah, I forgot. Where's Waldo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. But but also, too, I mean, for, for what you just said, I don't want to get stuck living in the past. Yeah. Or people viewing you in, the, in that in that light. That's what it is for me. I don't want to be stuck in how people viewed me back then. I've evolved a little bit. Yeah. But I go to reunions. I love reunions. I love going to reunions. My last reunion was awesome. You're such a social life. Actually, you, you like social any life. social gathering. That, for social you, that's, ju- that, that's just an excuse for you to be around people. It's, it's not, not really even my reunion, reunion, but I'm going anyway. Yeah, you, you could go to anybody's reunion. You know, I've done it a few times. Who, who, yeah, who are you? <laughs> there you go. Who do you think you're fooling? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not like a groupie at funerals or anything like that. I mean, but you know, I have a friend of mine that's really into funerals. Like his thing is funerals, not to that's meet people. Sick. No, he just loves going to funerals because he loves just he loves just funerals. I don't know why. That's disturbing. I think it's because. <laughs> I think it's because it's sad because a lot of times in this lifetime, in this world we're in, most people are too busy to make time while everybody's living. And so the families don't get together until there's an actual death. Yeah, and so unless you want to see the whole family, they want to see the whole family. And, and aunt so-and-so died. So they're like, and they get giddy. And they don't, they, they, they're really sad about the death, but yet they're like, I'm going to see everybody. This is going to be great. And it's like, it's so sad that they're waiting to have a funeral. Okay, I'm, I'm about to impress you, Ashley. That, uh, I just thought of a movie clip. Uh, it reminds me of that guy in Saw. Right? I never saw Saw. Nor I. Saw, well, I, mean, I never see Saw. See, most people have no idea what it's like to be alive. You know, the, the it's it, you know, and that's the reason why he you know he killed everybody. You know, because uh, <laughs> that's awful. But, but I mean, no, that's what the, what the guy reminds me of. He, he, them, it's, it's, he it's killed like, them so they could to give him you know, an idea of what they, it's like to be alive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. No, no that's that's <laughs> he's why not he, a bad person. I mean, this person really loves people. He's I mean, just he, trying to liberate everybody. No, no, not the saw guy. I'm talking about oh, my friend that yeah, goes to friend, funerals. But, I mean, oh. You know, that's that's kind of maudlin, though. I mean, just go to funerals to just to be happy to be alive. I mean, that's like the guy from Saw. No, he goes there to see his family and relatives. People he hasn't seen. The sad thing is that a lot of times when people know a lot of people, they don't have a tendency of seeing them all the time. And sadly enough, a lot of times we let time pass by and we lose out. I mean, we don't get to see folks, and that's always painful. So when we return, we're going to be talking about more about the present moment, how you can stay there, as well as believing in yourself and how not to continue to find fault. Because a lot of times we actually find more fault in ourselves than anybody else. So stay tuned because guess what? Perspectives with your host, me, Ashley Burgess. You know, we'll be back in two shakes. I can lift you up. I can show you what you want to see and take you where you want to be. Get in here. Give us your perspective. We're listening. And you're listening to Perspectives with Ashley Burgess. Welcome back live to Perspectives, and I'm your host, Ashley Burgess. And on tonight's show, we've been discussing thoughts, what your thoughts can do for you. And right before the break, we were discussing being in the present moment, how to stay in that present moment. And, you know, I I think that's so important because a lot of times we look toward the past or we look toward the future and we try to create things. However, we miss the time we have right now of just being. And, you know, I know that thoughts can lift us or bring us up or they can also bring us down. And I know that a lot of times we have these thoughts that um, actually can either make us feel better about ourselves or, or, or stay at a certain level or we find a lot of fault in ourselves. And I know that people in general are very hard on themselves. Most of us are harder on ourselves than we are on other people. And so looking in the mirror, we find every fault. Um, every comment we make, it's like, you know, when you're in a conversation and you make a comment and you're thinking, oh, what a bonehead comment that was. I can't believe I said that. You know, other people don't even see the problem with it. And so it's like always over-criticizing, over-judging. And I think a lot of people fall into that category. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, you, 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 I'm my own worst critic. 
Um, Me too. One, yeah. You know? Me too. But once I figured out the power in criticizing myself, um, because I could make myself feel as low as, as low could be, then I decided to flip it, you know, um, and some people may call it egotistical, but you know what? I'm going to say good things about myself because if I can tear myself down, I can build myself back up. Well, and there's nothing wrong with believing in yourself and having self-confidence. Yeah. Uh, I, I think if more people, you know, try to consciously think of good things about themselves, well, you know, I, I'm good at this and, you know, uh, things like that, then, uh, you know, they would certainly uh, get through the day much better. You know, I, t- I tell you, we were talking uh, offline here a little bit, and, you know, obviously this is about thoughts, and, and we'll talk a little bit about words that came come from those thoughts. That's why I love kids so much, and not even necessarily my kids. I love my kids, but just being around kids because – there's no filter. Exactly what they're thinking is what they say. And there's something wonderfully authentic about that. There's something wonderfully just kind of organic about that, 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 that I'm attracted to. I mean, it's like, you know, kids, it's like, it's what they're thinking. Remember the old TV show, uh, the kids say the darndest things. Kids say the darndest things. You know, which is why, by the way, uh, uh, a parent or tip to all the parents out there, be careful what you say in front of your children. Of your well, children. you know why that is, though. So you know why kids actually are able to say anything they want to say in the beginning is because there is no judgment. There's no judgment. It's right. not until they yeah. get around other kids and other people that say, that's stupid. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Or be quiet. You're making no sense. Or you should be quiet when you're not talking about something you don't understand. And when those things happen, that's when a kid sits there and goes, okay, I need to filter what I say. Yeah. And I'm going to be very surfacey about this because I don't want to put myself out in a limb. And so what happens is over a period of time over the years and years and years that's how adults become so stuck and they're a little cocoon going oh my god if i show my true colors if i show my true butterfly wings guess what's gonna happen you know they're gonna cut my wings is that why um and you know just thinking about robin williams he's been on a lot of people's mind here recently is that why we love comedians so much because they just say whatever the heck's on their mind you know and they're not afraid and, and, and that's what I love, you know, Richard Pryor, Robin Williams, you know, Seinfeld, all of them. They just say what's on their mind and, and they're rewarded for that. Yeah, but they say it in a joke. So, again, they're too scared to actually say it out the way that they mean well, it yeah. because they know that they have to convey it in a way that's palatable yeah, to people. I, was gonna say, I don't know about Richard Pryor. Well, Richard I, was, Pryor. I was just about to say, yeah. you know, because I'm a fan of Richard Pryor, too. And yeah. I, I think, he, you know, he would actually say funny things to cover up what he was feeling inside. And, yeah. and, and from what I hear, you know, maybe Robin, Robin Williams is the same thing. He was battling yeah. depression. Actually, uh, in, in, kind of a, kind of a sidebar yeah. here a little bit, Ashley, but uh, I was saying to a friend uh, when I heard about Robin Williams' death, you know, uh, there's been a lot of comedians over the years who've committed suicide. Most yeah. comedians are major depression. They have yeah. major yes. depression. Yeah. That's why they're, they're Un- funny. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Exactly. They suffer from major depression, and that's why they're a comedian. That's why they do what they do. It's their therapy. And and that's the thing is that you have to sit there and look at reasons why people do, and 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 that's what a comedian's about. I mean, like they normally hide their feelings. There are some comedians. I think Jerry Seinfeld is pretty pretty uh, pretty middle ground. I mean, I don't think yeah. that he has like suicidal tendencies or some, tendencies or something like that. But I do think most of them are hiding their true feelings. I mean, over a period of time, and that's how they probably got into the humor scenario to begin with. So, Ashley, uh, you know, uh, uh, since we're in the last segment of this hour, then let let me ask you this question: Then, you know, uh, you know, along the same lines, conscious thoughts versus subconscious thoughts. Ooh, nice, nice. I mean, you know, because you know, comedians, uh, you know, like I said, you know, they're they're consciously, you know, trying to say something funny, okay, but but maybe it's reflecting something in their subconscious. I think, don't you think? I mean, most people. Depending on the level of filter, and and I think you consciously have to have a filter in place in order to hide your true you know thoughts and feelings. 
But, uh, you know, you can tell sometimes when someone's in an unguarded moment and, you know, what they're saying is actually reflecting, you know, their, their true subconscious self. Well, it's interesting because when people are honest and truthful, it opens the doors to lots of other things. And so when it opens the doors to uh, how other people might think as well as it might unhinge some people. You know, you have people that are living on like this, you know, in the sandcastle where they've created this whole sand world where everything is this way. And so when somebody imparts the truth, one, sometimes it just overwhelms a person to the point where they don't understand what that person's talking about yeah. or they don't see it or, they, or they, they don't really get it or it might actually open Pandora's box to the point of, oh my God, you know, and kids do that. And I'm try. I try to be like that. I try to be more like a kid. And when you asked about the conscious and some conscious, to me though, I think every thought we have honestly is clearly conscious, except for when we're sleeping. I think that if we really listen to our minds, we know exactly what we're thinking. Um, I think that a lot of times we try to turn that off. I think a lot of times we try to filter it. And the other problem is that our ego plays a big part in this. Ego. So the ego itself is trying to divide you Kid. from yourself. So the ego actually comes in and says, I'm like, I'm in charge of this guy. And, you know, remember Men in Black, that one where they had like the guy and he had like the little alien guy in his head? In his head. Yes. So that's like the ego is that alien guy in your head. And then the rest of your body's just kind of moving around. And that alien guy is like, I'm in charge of you. You know, and that's what your mind does too, is your brain actually tries to control things different from your heart. So it's trying to override everything you know. And so as a kid, we're really going from the heart space. We're really walking in it with our hands open and saying, you know, I really love this because we haven't experienced any put downs, judgments, all these issues, even though in our previous show, we were talking about, you know, a lot of kids that are raised without one adult or not raised with a father in dealing with that kind of situation as well. And at an early age, when you're taught certain things or you overhear certain things that can cause a lot of changes in your life. Well, you, you know, Ashley, I mean, uh, uh, that's how we measure maturity in our society, I guess, uh, is, uh, you know, your ability to compartmentalize to filter you know your, the funny thing uh, that is compartmentalizing doesn't do anything yeah, yeah, i'm an evolved human and i'm going to suppress and compartmentalize and be completely inauthentic yeah. that's so so, so maybe we should be more childlike well you know? yeah that's like why people go postal you that's why things you, happen they compartmentalize to all of a sudden they go bam i'm you done you don't see kids um you know going through Hopefully, not a lot of them going through depressive issues. They're pretty happy most of the time when they're in a healthy environment. So, well, in, I mean, every now and then, you yeah. know, something snaps, yeah. and and uh, but yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, you're right. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, uh, it, it seems to me most kids, you know, especially little kids, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, are just you know they have that innocent you yeah. know natural state of mind, and it's it's a wonderful thing to see. And then they grow up. Yeah, then they grow up, and, uh, <laughs> and we put standards on them. So yeah. Well, you know, and the mind plays tricks on us. You know, the older we get, we think how smart we are, how intelligent we are, how better we are than anybody else, how we're so much more advanced, how other people have no idea what you're going through because your life is so much harder than anybody else's, or I am just so busy. There's nothing I can do. I mean, I can't spend time with these people. I can't talk to these people. I'm too busy. I'm the busiest person I know. And it's like you create all these concepts in your head, and all of a sudden, there you are just like going from place to place. You're in your mind the whole time. You have no freaking idea what's going on. And you go through life that way, and eventually in your deathbed, you go, holy crap. I missed the whole boat. I missed yeah. it all. I missed it all because it wasn't about the journey. It was about getting from A to B. And when I got to B, it was about going from B to C. Yeah. And when I got to C, now I'm at Z. And holy crap, I missed it all. 
Yep. I miss it all. I mean, do I get to have a? a is there a slideshow? Is there a film? Game over. When I pass well, on, that I can over. see what I missed. And and not, and not to be just overly philosophical about it, but uh, do it. You, do you it. Know, people have said it's not about the destination; it's the journey. It's the journey. It that's, is that, the journey. That's not you know? But that's what a kid sees because yeah. a kid a kid lives in the right present now. moment, right now, all the time. Right now. A kid doesn't live in the past. A kid doesn't live in the future because it's all about now. I mean, right look now. at the buildings. Look at this. Look how big that is. Look at that bug. You know? Check out my dog. I'm gonna go walking. With my dog, look, I'm gonna mommy, get the playground. Look at that, you know, yeah. What is that? What's that? What's that? You know, and it's just like all the while of being in now. We just like go from point A to point B, like we do in that car, and forget where we're going, what we're doing. We get there, we miss the whole drive there. The kids' best part is driving there. It's like a dog with their head out the window Regardless the whole time. Of where you're going? They love it. They're like, "Wow, we get in the car again. Well, we're going this to great. The, we're going yeah. to the store around the corner. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You know, <laughs> unless they know you're taking them to the vet. <laughs> but that's another the show entirely. The dog. The kid or the dog. <laughs> but, uh, both. Both. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Fluffy's not the only one going to the vet today. <laughs> yeah, poor, poor daughters. Uh, that's beautiful. funny. So yeah, when we return, we're going to be yeah. talking now. We're going to be changing the tables, reversing this whole concept and going from thoughts to what we actually say and how what you say can actually better your life or worsen your life with every single word. So stay tuned because Perspectives with your host, me, Ashley Burgess, will be back in. We'll be back in two shakes. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're in a good place now. Relax, breathe, smile. You've entered into your element, the home of origin, the home of intelligence and entertainment where relevant topics are discussed and where what you think counts and where superior is the norm. You're listening to Perspectives with Ashley Burgess live on 660 The Answer. Welcome back live to Perspectives, and I'm your host, Ashley Burgess. And on tonight's show, we've been discussing thoughts and how your thoughts are actually things. Your thoughts can create your life, can create a future, 
can also be positive or negative in nature. You know, but thoughts are one thing. But what about our words? What about what we say? What we say is so important to how we live our life. Every word we utter can create something in our life, whether it's positive or negative. And a lot of times we don't really think about the words we choose. We don't um, analyze the reason why we say what we say. And we also sometimes say things that we don't really even know what the meaning is, honestly. We do it because it's... um, it's cliche, it's, it's pop culture, or it's just something that we've heard a dozen times, and so we just kind of say it. There's certain phrases that we have in America and across the country and across the world that we use a lot that we don't always know what it means. So let's begin with the phrases we use to describe our life. I think it's interesting some of the phrases and the comments that people use on a daily basis to describe their life, whether it is to other people, whether it's the written word, whether it's the spoken word. All of this is very interesting because it really does define find you and it shows a lot about you and i think that's interesting yeah i mean uh uh you know words uh you know words have meaning uh and i think that's uh, you know kind of cliche like you're saying but uh, you know uh, words have meaning and a lot of times they're it, you know unless someone is just really conscious of the filter that they have then uh, they reflect uh you know your subconscious thought what you're really thinking and feeling well, yeah, I agree with that, but I think, you know, if we go a deeper version, too, as well, what about the actual words we use? Sometimes we use these really negative words to describe ourselves, and I'm sure everybody here in the studio and everybody listening can actually say, even if they look at social media feed, yeah. what they see on a social media feed in the morning is unbelievable. I mean, stuff like, I could barely get out of bed, or I'm lucky to be alive, or this is the worst life of my life, or F my life, or whatever you see out there, and you're thinking, oh my god, you're saying this, and you're writing this, so in order to to write this you have to think this it's part of it and, and, and you know i mean words i mean all they are i think is just a medium of communication there are other media of communication you know writing or you know body language and, and yeah, stuff but like that yeah words words are the ones that really matter the most i mean that syntax really matters the most i mean what's the old saying sticks and stones may break my bones but words will never hurt me well that is a complete lie it, it, it absolutely is it I, is and, which, wh- <laughs> and whoever came up with that saying i mean i don't i don't know what was going through Which, his head by the way head, ashley so. I, I think we've made a, a lineup change here in the studio here an hour or two Oh well, yeah, actually, Chris is in here. You're behind the glass now, which is cool. We can keep you there. We can watch you where you're at. <laughs> yeah, I can't hide from you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not getting away with it. Oh, and by the way, um, I think somebody said that you're the father of their child. Oh, they caught me. <laughs> Hour two, father of the child. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this show is taking a turn for the better. Thanks a lot, Ashley. It's no Appreciate more about you. words. It's about testing DNA. <laughs> it's 99.9% oh, chance that you are the father of the child. acid. But- <laughs> We got to welcome our boy Keenan into the Kenan's studio. in the house. Yeah, I just got back from my art studio that I have to go photograph, and I have a bunch of raw that I need to edit. You working and, on the weekends, bro? On Saturday yeah, night. Well, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Working on the weekends. I'm like, we had a um, we have an artist who came through, actually a local art artist. He uh, lives in uh, Bishop Arts, and um, he, he has this really great exhibit at um over at our Richmond College. So I went there, took a bunch of photographs, and um, I'll probably be putting that up on the social media because with what I do for a living, I'm actually on social media Wow. All day. Awesome. I'm like, yeah, my entire job is focused around media. 
So, I mean, so, so we, we, like Ashley was saying, so when you see on someone's Facebook or Twitter, you know, Instagram, whatever, and, uh, you know, can't you just tell that they're, you know, in a negative mood or whatever? Well, it all depends on that person because the thing is sometimes you cannot tell because the thing about words, when you see words on a screen or when you see words in text, uh, the feelings and the emotions and, you know, a lot of times the context behind those words do not exactly translate. You know, for example, somebody might post something on Facebook and they might just be sarcastic, right. you know, and it, and it all, it all depends on how close you are to that person knowing that, you know, n- knowing how they are, because I know a friend of mine posted the other day, she posted, congratulations, I'm going to be a mommy. Yeah. You know, here's I- the thing. It was not true. I knew, and the thing is, I knew it was. Here's the thing, I knew it was not true because Why, the thing what's is, going on? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, a lot of people were like, "Oh, congratulations!" You know, and you know, liking the, you know, liking the status and like making all these comments on the status. I did not. I did not because I knew I'm like, hold on, something's up because right. the thing is, she posted that without any context. Well, and, and she when, always posts with context and with that one was different. When it comes to social media, I think a lot of the stuff having to do with words has to do with intention. Uh, what the intention is of the person who's putting those words out there into the universe. Uh, so uh, for your uh, friend on Facebook, um, the intention was probably let's get some attention here. Let's let's that's for what, some reason uh, bring people to uh, pay attention to me. And it, and it, a lot of the time it does work. Um, and, you know, the sad thing is that there are cases where somebody will post something on Facebook or Twitter and the attention is not garnered when it should be. And I think that that's something that we really have to look at um, as a social media culture uh, to make sure that, that, that we're being active in what we're putting our intentions towards. I agree. I think that words are very important. And I think I think our thoughts are it's the hierarchy. You have thoughts and then you have words and that's just the way it is. And your thoughts always conceive first. But, yeah, you're right. When you look at social media, you look at these different things and you just listen to people in passing or you listen to the way that they describe themselves. That's what's so interesting to me because I get to know more about that person. I have a finger on the pulse when they tell me things about themselves and they don't even realize what they're doing. And a lot of times it can either be quite derogatory it can be very victimish. I'm a victim, um, but not saying I'm a victim, but all of these things happen to me. Um, also, or maybe I have no control of my life because I'm out of control. Um, you can kind of read between the lines when people talk about things because they use words. And I agree with you, Chris, about people have gotten out of hand with posting whatever they post. And then there's situations that really need attention and nobody gives that attention because they're so used to all this crap. I mean, cause they're not even, they don't even know what's real anymore. You know, they're just kind of trying to go through it and muddle through it and figure if they can find some sort of reality in it. You know, and of course the, you know, there's the internet troll. You, you know, yeah. you to get on social media just to stir up stuff, you, you know, and uh, you can do it from the safety of uh, your, your mother's basement. or whatever. Right. Yeah. If I was going to ask you how to describe yourself, how would you describe yourself, Bill? Oh, my gosh. See, and and I'm, you know, I'm almost the last person you want to ask something like that because uh, and, and in fact, we have time. You know, I had a kind of an argument with my girlfriend over the weekend. And, you know, part of it was I had to explain to her, you know, I'm not really good at translating my thoughts and feelings into words. Why is that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I I think, uh, you know, maybe it's because from an early age, uh, and and we kind of got into this last hour, uh, I was uh, by nature and also by uh, uh, being taught to kind of suppress my feelings. 
I also I, think it's a penalty to the it's, detachment it's of the emotional concept to put into words. However, right. I do think it's a crutch for the male society because everybody says, oh, he's just a guy. Yeah, we he, don't do that. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> no. he can't, he can't yeah. see his no. emotions, therefore can't put them into words. I mean, maybe if we were on Mars together and we saw like this other group of aliens and you and I couldn't put into words what they look like, that would be one thing. However, yeah. I think men have gotten off year after year, decade after decade, century after century on not being able to – Speak their emotions. I mean, yeah. I understand you're a guy, but really, I mean, you know. But I, was, I think it's also my nature too. You, you know, you know me. I mean, I'm I'm kind of introverted. So how, and, let's talk about this argument. What happened? Well, okay. So uh, you know, the week before we were at an outdoor concert, and uh, she got heat exhaustion and almost fainted. She had to go to the emergency room, actually. Um, and uh, so we were planning on doing something with her family the next weekend. And I was not in favor of it because uh, she, they had to like, you know, put IV bags in her and all that good stuff. And uh, she she wasn't feeling good throughout the whole week, so I was kind of gently trying to suggest her, you know, we don't have to go out; we can just stay in, you know, and I'll, I'll you know, bring over a pizza or whatever. But uh, uh, you know, she she was you know determined to do it, um, and I was frustrated and and scared, fright, fright, frankly, that something else is going to happen. So I was going to send a text to my sister, you know, saying, you know, well, she's going to go, you know, hashtag told you so. Because I, I, I had spoken to my sister the previous night, you know, I was like, uh, well, you know, hey, this is what happened to Jen and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, to make a long story short. So anyway, I accidentally sent that text to her. Great. And, you know, the girlfriend instead of my sister. And so, so the girlfriend blows her stack. <laughs> you know, because see, she didn't understand the context. Is what I tried to explain to her. You, you know, I had spoken to my sister the previous night and told you know, her that you were going to go no matter what, right? And against my uh, thought process and better judgment. But you know, and, but you know, so I had to explain to her. Look, a, a lot of times I will use sarcastic humor to cover because up because you're scared. Co- cover up when I'm scared, when I'm angry, when well, I'm most frustrated. Men, most people do. Okay, so yeah. most people do. It's almost like the concept of the hospital. So you got like a loved one in the hospital and everybody's there early like that they ha- there's a surgery and the very next morning everybody, you know, all the certain people get there at 6 a.m. whatever. You show up at 3. You show up at 3 in the afternoon because you can't deal with seeing them in that bed. Right. We'll talk more about that when we go to break. After we go to break and come back because that is an essential issue with what we deal in life because people use different things, different words to cover up how they're truly feeling. And we'll talk more about the male perspective. Anyway, stay tuned because perspectives with your host, me, Ashley Burgess will be back in. We'll be back in two shakes. Turn it up and jump in the deep end on perspectives with Ashley Burgess. The water's warm and there's a swim up bar. Glass of perspective. Anyone now here's Ashley. Welcome back live to Perspectives, and I'm your host, Ashley Burgess. And on tonight's show, we've been talking about thoughts, how thoughts are things, but also how our words really describe our life, really explain who we are, can actually put us into a good place or put us into a trap. You know, right before the break, uh, Bill was talking about a recent argument that he had with his girlfriend and how basically he sent the wrong text message that was supposed to go to his sister to his girlfriend, and it was more of an LOL kind of, uh, what, what do you call that? You weren't dealing with your emotions, but you were being... I was being male about it. <laughs> you yeah, know? but I mean, I, I was I was being you know sarcastic, sarcastic about it, and uh, you know because you know my sister understands my sense of humor. But you also um, use that sense of humor, like we talked earlier about yeah. a lot of the comedians, how they hide their real feelings. Right. They use humor to hide their feelings, and so you use this off-putting humor 
pissing her off, upsetting her to a point where, you know. Because, I mean, she, she thought I was making fun of her. And, you know, after she explained it and after I thought, okay, if I got that text message just out of the blue, you know, I probably would be a little upset, too. So I, I don't blame her for being upset. Uh, by the way, Jen, I love you, baby, and I'm still sorry. But uh, you're still in the dog. Yeah, no, actually, we 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 talked about it. We kissed and made up. You know, so oh, I uh, want to hear about it. Well, this is a family. Show. I was gonna say this is a family show. Was, uh, I want to hear about makeup stuff during, during, during the break. I'll tell you about it. But uh, I don't want to hear about it. Actually, actually, I got video too. But no. Oh um, my god. <laughs> but uh, um, but any, anyway, yeah. So so I'm I'm not in the doghouse anymore. But but anyway, you know, it, it was a good lesson learned. First of all, you know, why. Uh, I send my text to double check it. Maybe this is a lesson about dealing with your feelings. I mean, you know, it comes a time when you might need to just open up and say, hey, I'm a little scared. I had to drag you out to the ER because you were dehydrated and all this stuff. I got to watch them do all this stuff to you, you know, treat you like a pincushion. And now you want to go to some party. I mean, you're not even thinking about your own life. Why do I have to think about it? I mean, that would be my comment to her. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's kind of what I, what I was feeling. And, and, uh, and so Maybe this is a lesson to say, okay, I need to use my words well, more authentically than using it just to kind of, you know, haha, LOL, um, I want to die. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, and but I think, you know, from my perspective, and we talked about this, uh, you know, I, I'm going to make a, a more a concerted effort in the future that if something is bothering me or upsetting me, then I'm going to be proactive and say, hey, look. You know, let's. I'm, I'm awkward talking about it, but let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. So let's open the roundtable up tonight on this. So the emotional content, okay? So if you can't put your emotions into words, okay. But at one point in time, when we were, when you were a child, you could enunciate and explain how you felt honestly. Okay, honestly, to a degree, you could tell mom or you could tell somebody how you felt. I mean, that's basically what is so important about what we're talking about is basically going back to that time in your life where you could honestly express yourself in an honest way without fear of judgment. I mean, because that's what it's all about, truly. Yeah, I think in I think that today, a lot of the time, especially for guys, um, there's a kind of negativity towards towards discussing feeling because we're supposed to be um, so strong that that we almost are supposed to deny that we have feelings, um, whether you, it's from the, you know, the kind of the John Wayne image of, of the past or, um, you know, more recent images through action movies and that type of stuff. But um, we really need to kind of look at ourselves and say, you know what, I feel and, there, and there's nothing wrong with that. And really, it's something that I should embrace and, and I should uh, I should grab onto because it's going to make me more of a complete person and make my thoughts and my words more genuine. I agree with that. And I know a lot of people listening tonight might be, well, that's a lot easier said than done. And, and I understand that, but I think when you start doing it, it becomes easier. It's just like anything else. And if people have issues with you and they make judgment on you, those are the people that you uh, consequently eliminate from your life or you put distance between them. And even if it's family, you can distance yourself. Well, yeah, I, I, I have, you know, distanced myself from a lot of people, actually, you know, ever since I've uh, been back in the United States. Um you know, with the whole, you know, feeling and stuff like that. You know, I think it's with the particular environment that I was in that a lot of people are not in or will never be in is that we can only express really one emotion and that's anger. And that's it. But the thing is, though, with all the things. He was are, in war, by the way. For yeah. anybody that's not, that doesn't know, Keenan fought in war. And so, yes, he would be able to deal with anger. Right. Anger. So but the thing is, though, you know, with. All the things that were happening, you know, pretty much daily, except during Ramadan, um, you know, we are being attacked. And so, yeah, there's a lot of fear. The thing is, you you cannot express that fear. 
you just, you, I'm like, you just can't because the thing is, though, it's about it's not only about yourself, but it's about the person beside you, you know, and if the person beside you thinks that you're just too, you know, I guess. Well, chicken's not the right word for. I always say just, chicken for some reason. Just, I don't know why. You know, <laughs> we, 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 yeah, you're just too emotional. I mean, yeah, it, yeah, 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 exactly. You know, you're too, you're, yeah, you're too emotional, and, and and that's one of those arguments that come up when you know whenever it comes to uh, you know like say women being in the military or anything like that or going off to war. Well, it's about, about the emotion men. thing. Think about men with PTSD. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about this. The, the reason why PTSD and the reason why there's so many issues after war is because they didn't deal with their feelings at the time that it happened. So it's all compartmentalized to when all of a sudden, right? All of a sudden, the bombs start to stop going off because you're back at your home again. You know, the the, the shooting and the gunfire is no longer going on. It might be in your mind, but it's mm-hmm. not actually happening. And that's what all brings about a lot of these problems is because emotionally nothing is being adequately dealt with at all, period. Well, on Hide top, it. Compartmentalize well, it. We're in war. Well, on top of that, I mean, on top of that, though, um, like when you come back, a lot of the people that you interact with, they they have no idea you know, about what happened over there or like what goes on over there. You know, a lot of the stuff that, you know, they, you know, they base the military off of is through stories pretty much, you know, because like whenever I meet someone, you know, I've, I've met people that say, you know, Oh yeah, my grandfather was in the military. He was in world war two. Well, everyone's grandfather was in world war two because there was something called, yeah, there was something called a draft, but I know why they say it. I know why they use those words so they can seek some kind of common ground. We're together, man. I have military people too, man. Yeah, exactly. We're together when it's, when the reality of it is like, no, we're, no, we're not, not. <laughs> no, we're not together. You're like, we're, you know, we're not together. Like those words, you know, do you have my six? Those words mean a lot in the military as opposed to, you know, in the civilian world when you yeah, say to someone, yeah, 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 do you have my six? You say the word six, they're like, six what? I'm, yeah. No, but, it's not right. six o'clock you know, yet. Can, I mean, you know, those people, I mean, they, they mean it in a good way. Though. Well, yeah, they mean, yeah, I mean, they mean it in you know, a good they, way. They, they, they want to try yeah, yeah, to, yeah, they mean I mean, it I, I take way. your point that there's no way they can know what, what you're, what it's you're going that through. They, it's, just, it's just that they don't, you know, they don't take it to heart like, like you know, for example, you know, there's a saying that a lot of, uh, you know, that we use in the African-American community, and that is this, do you feel me? Like, if I, I'm speaking I've, I've to you, words. yeah, if I'm speaking to you, not do you understand, but do you feel me? Do you feel what I what I am saying to you? I mean, because anyone can like you know intake all these words and they can process. Do the it. words have feeling? That's exactly. The key. Do, you, exactly. do your do words have, have feeling? Do they have any meaning? Do they come from an actual space in your are, heart? Are they real? Yeah. Or are they just being said? And I think your issue and, and my issue would be too if I fought. I don't agree necessarily with war, and that's kind of an issue because there's all these backstories of why we go to war, and it has nothing to do with you or any of us. It has to do with people that we probably won't ever be in contact with. However, what would anger me the most about being in war is to come back into civilian life and to have seen all that stuff. It's almost like Buzz Aldrin and all that going to going to the moon and going to space and seeing this stuff and not able to really talk about it, not able to speak about it, and maybe some of it not really wanting to, to really rehash it. You know, and I think that's consequential too, and that also becomes part of the subconscious and part of our internal thought mechanism. You know, you, you know, I mean, uh, uh, maybe uh, we can put it this way, Ashley. Uh, in order for words to have meaning, there has to be a shared context 
a shared experience. Or they might not be, but you have to be able to understand. You can you can see that person. You can understand that their situation is just as viable as right. your situation. You not might not be walking in their shoes, but you understand. You see their shoes, you see them, and you respect where they go. Because otherwise, you, you know, the other person may as well be speaking Greek. Because uh, you know, it's all Greek to me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I'm like, it's all Greek to me. Whenever I see the uptown girl, you know, and she's telling me about her first world problems about how the Wi-Fi is slow. You know, or, <laughs> that sounds or, like or, Greek or, to me. It's, it's like, know? oh my god, you know, the latest Gucci bag. You, you know, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, yeah, that'd be, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's that sounds means like, nothing to K money. You know? Yeah, that means nothing to me at all. And it's okay to say that. It's it's, oh, yeah. it's okay to to let somebody know that you don't have that shared common interest with them. And maybe, maybe you haven't had that same experience as, you know, I've, I've never been to war and it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I've read lots of books about war. I've seen documentaries. I've done all of that stuff, but I don't know war. So it's one of those things. Where it's okay to say that. And, and that's why we have like documentaries and that's why you have people that have been through different experiences. Oh yeah. Ken Burns. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and there's also like the whole concept of let's, let's bring it off from war because I think a lot of people listening tonight know what it's like to, to maybe be raised without a father or a mother or to have a distant parent or a parent that leaves you in the, in the mid part of your life. And people that have never had that happen to them instinctively don't understand what it's like to have an estranged parent or to not understand or to pray for your parent or to have almost like a love issue where you love them, but yet you can't ever trust them or put, or put trust into them. And we'll talk more about that when we return from break, because a lot of times people don't understand where you're... Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coming from, but I think that the words that we describe where we're coming from can bring it around and people can understand uh, more clearly. So stay tuned because we're going to talk more about emotions and feelings, about how you can reject what you actually believe about yourself and others, as well as how to check your words and how to check your thoughts. So stay tuned because perspectives with your host me ashley burgess be back in we'll be back in two shakes this is jake Busey, and you're listening to perspectives with ashley burgess on 660 the answer 
Welcome back live to Perspectives, and I'm your host, Ashley Burgess. And on tonight's show, we've been talking about how thoughts are things. We've been exploring that concept as well as how our words really dictate our life. And I think a sidebar is needed at this point because I think a lot of times we use phrases. We use comments. We use these old-time phrases that we've been brought up with, and we use them to describe a lot of things. And recently I was in a meeting discussing um, a recent real estate uh scenario that kind of uh, went awry and the person I was talking to said in the same conversation he said you know they took a bath on the deal and I was like interesting I was like and they go and they're all washed up by the way and all this was said in like the same paragraph of words right and I was thinking they took a bath on the deal I mean what comes to mind when you hear they took a bath on the deal I mean to me it's like I mean if you were a dog you'd be like not a bath again I hate getting wet but I mean what does it mean like to a human being they took a bath on it I mean it means to me that uh, you know they were dirty and they needed to clean themselves I mean that's kind of in the context of what you're talking about that's kind of a they took a bath on the deal they were saying they got they 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 lost a bunch of money yeah. They were saying they lost a bunch of money on this deal and they took a bath on it. To me, yeah, it's like, how are you, how does that work? I mean, how does bath mean you're losing all this money? Or how does bath mean, do, do you get what I'm saying? I mean, because people use these comments all the time. What about, you know, the concept of they're all washed up? I mean, how is washed up being bad? But in our contents, we, context, we use it as they're all, they're yesterday's news. Yeah, they're done. Yeah. Well, that's the interesting. That's the uh, interesting thing about the English language: how we have all these phrases and idioms and metaphors and whatnot to describe whatever. For example, I mean, like the word "fat," you know, has like three different meanings. And depending on how you live. spell it, too. Yeah, it depends on how you spell it, also. But like the word "fat" has like three different meanings. But at the same time, though, I mean, when it goes to like you know, what they took a bath on a deal. I mean, that, it may not be the first time that person has ever used that phrase, and it's something that he probably you know uses. On, the, on a regular basis, you know, and, and he knows what it means. And the thing is, he may think that you're supposed to know what it means, even though you may not know what it means. I mean, think but, about if yeah. you were from a different country and you spoke yeah, English exactly. was a second language. You'd be like, they took a bath? Yeah, you, would, a have, bath yeah, you would have no idea what, <laughs> you know, what they're saying. But the thing is, I mean, it goes back to what we were saying, like, what, a week or two weeks ago about how everyone is running around with these scripts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're all that running... hold them back or that or that help them out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They're all running around with these scripts, you know, and the thing is is like it's almost predictable about what the other person's gonna say. Like for example with me. A joke is only funny one time. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seriously, a joke is only funny one time. Like if I saw a comedian and I saw Zach and I laughed, guess what? I probably could not see that comedian again. Or even, you know, a, a, a movie that is comedic. I could probably only watch that movie once. Why? <laughs> because I, I heard it before. A joke is only funny one time or like when I'm, you know, talking about, you know, celestial bodies and stuff like that, you know, and I'm talking about how, you know, Neptune has this storm on the side of it and it's made of methane gas. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's right next to Uranus. Notice I said the word Uranus. I know exactly what someone is going to say. No, it's Uranus. (laughs) Uranus, you know, and the thing is, though, they'll laugh and I'll just look at them with this straight face like. See, I know y'all can't see it, but I just made a straight face, anyways. But but that's what I, that's, 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 that's what I hey, do. Hey, Keenan just pulled a Burgess. <laughs> yeah, so that, a, that's the, that's what he's saying. By the way, he just pulled a Burgess. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna work with that one. That one's gonna be in the English language. So I have yeah. an answer for everybody that's asked me a question recently. What does two shakes mean? 
What does three shakes mean? I've been getting all these messages, a lot of emails from y'all, and I do appreciate the mail. It's actually very nice that you send me messages. Okay, so what does shake mean? You know that a shake is actual recognized unit of time. Did you know that? A shake is an actual recognized unit of time. At the time of the first atomic bomb, uh, scientists needed a term for an interval of time equal to 10 nanoseconds. Since two shakes of a lamb's tail is very quick, you know, scientists coined the word shake to describe this unit of time. That is why I say two shakes between each segment because it's that short. It might not be 10 nanoseconds. But doggone it, it's short. Well, I mean, first time I ever heard you say it, uh, Ashley, I, I understood what you were saying because, uh, of course, I come from a rural area, but uh, I'd heard the phrase, you know, two shakes of a lamb's tail. And, uh, you know, I, I knew that meant, okay, really fast. Do you believe that so. scientists adopted that, though? They're in the atomic bomb. Like, when they were, that's kind of funny. They're like, yeah, I mean, so you've got it. Yeah. Some people have no idea. But, they thought I was trying to say some sort of Middle Eastern thing. I've had questions about all kinds of different things, what it means. But to me, I mean, it's it, even though you may not understand what a shake is, I'll be back in two shakes. I mean, you should be able to take an educated guess that that means you're going to be back in a you know yeah but some people are just unable to take an educated they're, they're guess. too literal yeah, yeah exactly exactly they're too literal like a, well, let's not get down on the fans now let's not get down on the fans <laughs> well i'm not getting down on the fans i'm not getting down on anyone you know but the thing is what i've noticed lately is that people don't know what metaphors are they don't know what an idiom is they don't know what a simile is and, 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 and you know why because i i think it's uh you know the texting twitter mindset yeah it's like they don't I understand mean, there, sarcasm there's no context yeah and, and like people don't understand like you know how language is supposed to be creative you know and like how shakespeare he made up like what two thousand words i don't know i don't have it off the top of my head but he like just made up all these words i make up words every day that, yeah exactly like 15 before breakfast yeah but the, but we use these <laughs> and, and words every day say, you can't you say them in a family channel. Yeah. No, and I can't tell you a joke. There's a joke that's just going through my head because you said you can't hear jokes more than once. I've had a joke that I, I was told back when I was 15 that every time I even think about it, I laugh so hard. So I'm trying to hold it back. And I can't talk about it on this show tonight. I will talk about it on break, though, because it is Saturday night. We're supposed to have fun, you know. But, but no, think about this. Okay, Keenan, what if I said don't throw the baby out with the bathwater? McKinnon, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. What if I said that? You know what that means? You know what that comes from? Okay, like, what does it come from? Like, it so come me, from? I'm like, what are you doing? Are you beating your child? I mean, what are you doing? You can't even think that the child's in the bathtub. You're going to throw it out. 1500s. In the 1500s, you know, most people bathed one time a year. Do you know that back in the 1500s, too, that the man of the house bathed first? Okay, because the men were better than everybody else. And then all the other males, and then the females, right? And then finally, the baby. And so think about how dark and yucky this water is the mothers actually had to take care not to throw their baby out because the water is so dark that the baby might get lost in the water yeah, yeah. right which goes against everything we know about health these days i mean <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but, don't throw the baby out yeah. the mouth. but you hear people say that yeah. all the time in a speech and they'll be like well we're here together because we have to rectify these issues because we don't want to throw the baby out with the bath water and you're going Okay. But here's here's a and real quickly actually here's another uh you know one of those uh, cliche lines rule of thumb Okay, so I know where rule of thumb comes from. Yeah, I know where rule of thumb comes from. knows where it comes from. It was from. about beating women in the 17th yeah. century. Right. Uh, English judge Sir Francis Bueller ruled that it was permissible for a husband to beat his wife with a stick, given that the stick was only wider than his thumb. Yeah, and it was meant in, in these pre-feminism you know, days, obviously. You could yeah, beat it, your wife with a stick as long as it was smaller, less it, wide than your thumb. Some some dudes Makes were using sense. like a you know baseball bat or you know something like that. But you could you know, beat so. your wife. I mean, this is crazy. 
I mean, nowadays, I mean, think about it. I mean, nowadays, there's cases all the time about whatever. But yeah, spousal abuse. But yeah, she, he beat me with a stick bigger than his thumb. But it was it was meant to be protection for women in 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 the system. You know that that way, if if uh, you used a bigger stick than that, then the man can be you know severely punished for it. You know because see, back in those days. You know, again, pre the women had to be put in their place. Well, I mean, you know, but uh, the the husband could be held legally responsible for his actions, his, his wife's actions. Okay, so if the wife stole something, it was the husband that was punished. Oh, well, see, still, see it's still I mean? beating. I mean, but, it's but, still, I mean, no, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not advocating you know abuse against women, obviously, but uh, but that's where it came from. It was meant to be, you know, kind of like in the Bible. You know, I mean, if you know, and based on the Hammurabi code. You know, it, it was actually meant to have protections for women. But that's where that, uh, you know, phrase came from. Rule of thumb, you know, it, it means that this is the guidelines that you use or else. Uh, I was just wondering if there was like a, a stick police back then, which was going around saying, <laughs> the no, show me the stick you used. Or that, anything <laughs> bring like, out your sticks. It sounds a little, it Here's a ruler. Little, you know, yeah. you bring out one stick in lieu of the other stick. No, this <laughs> yeah. is a stick. You know? I swear, yeah. this is a stick. I, well, that stick doesn't match up to the beating marks, so, though. You know, I think across the board, it, it's it's something where people uh, people have adapted over time and, and, and have evolved into to new ways of uh, law and order. Have you ever heard of that one called, uh, to, what is it, Happy, let's see, what was it, what, what is it, Pleased as Punch? Have you ever heard that? Please yes, as, I've heard that. So I had no idea, so I, I had never really heard that. That wasn't something I was, like, familiar with. Pleased as Punch. That means to be very happy, yes. right? You're supposed it's, to be very yeah, happy. Yeah, like, yeah. Overly joyed. Because it's it's like people will spike the punch with alcohol at yeah. parties. Yeah. So, so you, drink, right. you drink more than one or, or two glasses of punch, you're going to get drunk. And so to be pleased as punch means yeah, you're happy. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. you'll be as happy as a clam. <laughs> right. So, yeah. so this. This is one that's going to get y'all because this is the true meaning. You want to hear the true meaning of to be pleased as punch, okay? It came from the 17th century puppet show that children, I guess there was a puppet show for children. It was a puppet show for children, people, okay? For children. Called Punch and Judy. And it featured a puppet named Punch who always liked to kill people. He killed people. And the act of killing people brought him a lot of pleasure. So he felt very pleased with himself after he killed people. And so therefore he was pleased as punch. So therefore, next time you think about that, you're thinking of a mass murderer that gets off on killing other people. This is crazy. So when we return, we're going to talk more about the written word, the words we use to describe ourselves, the thoughts we have, and how you can have a great life when you just make a few little tweaks in what you say and what you do. So stay tuned because Perspectives with your host, me, Ashley Burgess, will be back in, we'll be back in two shakes. I can lift you up. I can show you what you want to see and take you where you want to be. Get in here. Give us your perspective. We're listening. And you're listening to Perspectives with Ashley Burgess. Welcome back live to Perspectives, and I'm your host, Ashley Burgess. And on tonight's show, we've been discussing thoughts and how thoughts are things. So everything that you think about actually functionally becomes a thing. It becomes an outcome about how these outcomes can be measured positively or negative in your mind and how these thoughts that we have can actually change the outcomes of the things that we deal with, as well as the words that we say out loud, the words we use to describe ourselves, to describe other people, the written word that we also use. All this has meaning. And so let's 
get into how to change things if you're having difficulty, because I think anybody listening tonight realizes that we're not perfect, okay? You're not perfect. You do say things. You have judgment. You have these issues in your mind. Otherwise, if that wasn't the case, then you'd be like Superman. It just is the way it is. I mean, you'd be you'd be perfect. This is the way life is. You'd be a power, unstoppable, unstoppable power. Not even kryptonite could get to you because that wouldn't have any power because you would believe it had no power, so therefore it has no power. So let's talk about how you can become more of a superhero than just another person that just feels bad about themselves. So, you know, like the first thing is we need to look at our thoughts. You need to see your thoughts. And I think everybody in the studio tonight realizes what that is. And Keenan, you talked about that earlier, you know, about these uh, about these these things that we have, these lists, these thoughts, these scripts that we continue to have. And these scripts can be very positive or very negative, and they can cause like a broken record scenario. Like when you have a script, sometimes you may hear it, sometimes you may not. And those scripts can cause pain in our lives, can cause immense pain. Yeah. Um, I mean, the th- the th- I mean, think the thing is, I just, I just wish that people would say, I guess, what's on their mind instead of like saying what they think that they're supposed to say. In a way, and we're getting into that because I yeah. agree with you. It's more like not about judgment; it's about what's honest, right? Right. And so, it, sadly enough, we allow this judgment or this feeling of being judged or this past judgment predicating how we outwardly get. So, when somebody asks us our feelings, instead of saying, "You know what?" Like in Bill's case, you know what? I'm actually really stressed out. We were at the hospital together. I saw this stuff going on. Yeah, we're not married yet, and I know I, I think we're going down that road. But it scares me to see that you were under that kind of much duress and now you're gonna really like not even think about your own health and continue to do this while i'm thinking about your health and i was personally scared and and i think in that situation it would have been so much easier to say that even though it's hard to sometimes get past the rhetoric of five years ago i told somebody how i truly felt and they basically stepped all over me and 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 made me feel bad about it so i'm not going to do it anymore right 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 and it's like getting past the the predator you know the predication of that sort of thing it's a fear the the fear of um there being a judgment in the future and that making you kind of get out of the present, I think. So, so fear that the words that you're going to say right now are going to lead to uh, a relationship that, that you have uh, being less full um, or uh, somebody returning and judging you um, based upon what you're saying. And I think in a lot of aspects, it's, it's exactly the opposite of that. I think that when you say what's, what's true and what's genuine, the people around you are going to be way more likely to respond with genuineness and to, you know, they might not agree with you, but to, they're a lot more likely to say, well, I don't agree with you, but I feel this way about it. And, and then you can really have a relationship because a lot of the relationships that people are having these days, I feel is, is very surface level. It's very, uh, we're going the, out the together Facebook for friend. the Facebook friend. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, right. You know, which, you get what you give. And, right. I, and I agree with you. If you give authentic, you get authentic. It might not be, okay, I agree with you, Chris. It might not be, I see your point, but you go, oh man, they were authentic with me. I can be honest with them. I feel comfortable. This is a safe place. We're in the treehouse of trust at this point in time. Right. And right. I agree with you because if you give crap, you're going to get crap or you're going to have arguments. You're going to have arguments. So if you give kind of what happened, you're going to have that argument. And, yeah. and there was a fight. And the reason why there was a fight is because there was dishonesty to a degree of you're the true meaning behind it. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, in my case, uh, and you I'm know, not judging you. No, no, no. I, I understand what you're saying. I mean, uh, uh, I think it was two things. One is that I genuinely didn't want to make it a bigger deal than it was. 
You know, I mean, because but in your I, head, it was a big deal. I mean, in my head, it was a big deal, but but maybe it's just me. You know, I mean, but then you uh, can say that. You know, you know um, hey, in my head, this is how I feel about it. Maybe it's just well, me, but and, you and are moping around. And she and, and I talked about that. And I, I think uh, you know, I, I think because she's introverted too, and uh, so um, I, I think that you know we're going to try going forward to make a better effort to uh, you know directly communicate with each other. It, and, and another thing in my case, and we've talked about this before, Ashley, uh, I tend to have like a wall built up around me and uh, because I don't want to feel vulnerable. Uh, so therefore I tend not to communicate what I truly feel because in my mind that makes me, uh, you know, that's showing a weakness. You know, that's interesting you bring that up because almost every comedian and most of the people that do commit suicide for some reason are that they hide their feelings and, and they are vulnerable. And that's something that's sad because when we do keep our real feelings inside, we become even more like even volatile to a degree mm-hmm. because we can't we're not honest and and i know that in the beginning it makes you almost want to throw up when you like say the truth and especially for men i know even more so but a lot of women out there have a problem with dealing with emotions themselves i went through a lot of process of dealing with my emotions because it wasn't just it wasn't just second nature i mean you don't not all women are just like emotional crazy women i mean some people have compartmentalized or at least thought that they compartmentalized their emotions that was me till a few years ago and i realized wow i didn't compartmentalize myself i was just completely detached and that's not a good thing right i mean you don't you don't find happiness that way and so i figured out how to be authentic with it and and vulnerability is a beautiful thing it's one of those uh rare moments when you can be vulnerable with somebody else in a way that 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 really reflects the true inner self um when you when you have miscommunications and stuff, it's usually because you're you're not allowing yourself to be vulnerable and be in the moment with somebody else. And I mean, and I say miscommunications because I think a lot of times that's that's more what it is than than a downright dishonest lie or something like that. It, it's the it was kind of like your situation where yeah. it, it, it really was more of a miscommunication and, and you both weren't on the same page as to how you were feeling about the events um, and just maybe being a little bit more vulnerable and, and sitting down together um, from the start would have avoided the whole situation. Well, and, and for, for uh, my girlfriend and I, it's just hard for us to do because, again, you, you know, I think it's human nature. You prefer the devil you know to the devil you don't. And, Absolutely. Uh, and so um, it, to, to be vulnerable like that. But that actually adds you know, to intimacy. And in, I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about intimacy is, a, is something from vulnerability. You can't have intimacy without being vulnerable. And I think one right. of the things that I want to get to tonight for sure is that the biggest thing we want to emphasize is to be more childlike. I think if you go back and you're more childlike, so in that situation, if you kind of see yourselves as kids and you do what kids would do, which would be like, I'm not happy. And you, and you say exactly what's going on. At first, it's going to be very difficult, but eventually that truth feeling and that outward authenticness is just going to come out because you're going to guess what's going to happen. Instead of that judgment you think you're going to get, you're going to get the opposite. And all of a sudden, because I remember when I went through it and I was like, oh, God, I'm going to get judged. And so I would sit there and be like, I would say something like you, like I would laugh it off, LOL or whatever. Like, OK, you do what you want to do. I mean, you know, you're big, you know, whatever, you know, go, 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 get, go get hit by a bus tomorrow, you know. And then I was like, what am I saying? I was like, these words are kind of not good, you know? And then I started realizing, just be honest. And as I was honest, there were three people that didn't like me being authentic, but it was because they weren't authentic because they couldn't handle it. I mean, it's like putting like a spotlight up to somebody. They're like, oh, and they normally just kind of go away. But for the rest of the people that care about you, they're going to jump to the call and be like, well, this is refreshing. 
Um, this isn't bad. I mean, in war, not advocating. <laughs> but, I mean, but war is a different thing. You can't have somebody running around their hair on fire. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can't have that in a combat, in a combat zone. But combat is all that story, I'm, too. I'm, I'm like, that, I mean, that's not, that wouldn't be good. But at the same time, though, um, you know, whenever you come back from the combat zone, I mean, that a lot, for a lot of us, that wall is just not coming down. It's just, it's, it's just not going to happen. Um, you know, the whole vulnerability thing, that's just something that it just, it's, it's just, you know, it's uh, not going to happen. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, if you keep yeah. saying it's not going to happen, then sure, it's not going to happen. Well, yeah, I mean, but the thing is, I mean, like, for example, uh, like, for example, with me, uh, like, when I hang out, I, I go out alone. Probably, yeah, yeah. Pro- probably like 98% of the time, whenever, you know, I go out to a bar or whatever, I don't call anybody, hey, you want to go hang out? I just go and I'll just go by myself. I leave by myself, you know, because it's like, I'm like, I'm like, who really wants to deal with what's going on in my head? And like a lot of times, like, you know, I'll go out and I'll meet other, other veterans. And the thing is, though, we cling to one another in a way whenever we're out. But the thing is, though, we'll all leave separately. And the thing is, I don't know a single veteran that hangs out with a lot of people. And, you know, Ashley's <laughs> looking at you like, alone? What's that? Oh, yeah. come on. <laughs> I've been in a retreat. I've been in a meditational retreat for over 10 days where you can't speak to anybody. I don't know any of y'all that have done it, okay? So, no, I mean, alone. I've been alone. But I'm never really alone, though, really. You know, we never really are alone, you know? But you're right. I mean, I get what you're saying, Bill. And, and I get what you're saying, Keenan and Chris. You know, the whole concept is about, you know, trying to actually change these scripts. And maybe some of the work you might want to do is to really just kind of see what's inside. I mean, those thoughts aren't bad to recognize. And some of the thoughts that we have that might be negative in nature or might hold us back kind of just see it as like you're shooting skeet you know recognize it see the words for what it is and shoot it out get rid of it because it's not necessary it's better to have a blank slate than to have a bunch of stuff holding you back so stay tuned next week we've got a great show for you more stuff on the horizon on how to make your life better as well as how to just realize that you are already happy so perspectives with your host ashley burgess will be back in well this time we'll be back in three shakes Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.